Amazon interviewing is all about that they are your lawyers. That's that's how I thought about it. I thought that that he or she is my lawyer and I have to give them as much evidence as I can about hmm. and make it interesting. Really easy for them to take notes hmm. because at the end of the day they have to create and take notes and then go and present me in front of a committee. Hmm. So my idea was to just keep giving them more and more evidence and asking them hey did that make sense hmm. can i provide you more in- information or can i provide you a different story i was being very empathetic uh, to the interviewer that hey i provide them all the information so that they can present my best self yes. when they go and talk to anybody about me hi i'm nick dimitrov Welcome to a brand new episode number six of the Amazon Bound podcast. In the previous episode so far, I was describing Amazon's culture, Amazon's business, and their interview process. Starting with this episode, we're going to shift gears dramatically. I'm very excited because starting now, we are going to have conversations with you with our customers. We're going to have one-on-one conversations with some of you who have already interviewed with Amazon. We're going to find out what the experience was like. How was the day like? What did it feel like to interview with Amazon? And then we're gonna hopefully find out a bit more about best practices, what worked for these individuals, what didn't work, so that everybody else listening to the podcast and getting ready for their interviews can use these best practice advice. Okay, so without further delay, I'd like to welcome our very first guest to the program. His name is Shobit Gupta. Shobit was one of the early customers of the essential course to prepare for the Amazon interview. Shobit recently had an interview with Amazon Web Services for the position of a senior product manager, and Amazon made him a job offer. Shobit is going to start as an intern because he's still pursuing his master's degree with the University of Washington in Seattle. But if everything goes well during his three-month internship with Amazon, and if Shobit likes the experience as well, he will transition into being a full-time Amazonian. So again, without further delay, I'd like to welcome Shubit to the program. Hi, Shubit. Thanks, Nick. How are you doing? Great. Thank you. I should also say that we are here in the University of Washington. We're broadcasting from the Foster School of Business in the UW in Seattle. Thanks to Shubit being so kind to invite <laughs> us here. And uh, I just can't wait to uh, talk to Shubit and find out more about how the process went. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Shubit, please tell us first about yourself a little bit. Sure. So, hi, I'm Shobhit. I'm currently pursuing my master's in business administration from Foster School of Business. And uh, I, st- I started my journey at Deloitte Consulting based out of India. And when I was building uh, like two years into Deloitte, I was I got the entrepreneurial bug. And I really wanted to build my own company. And India was getting funding left, right and center in all sorts of startups. And I built my startup in event management services. Mm. So we catered to around 50 plus events, managed 300,000 plus in revenues over three years. And after three years, we got acquired. After the acquisition of my company, I really wanted to be in a high growth ecosystem. And nothing like Seattle. We have people like Nick building really (laughs) high growth companies. And uh, I really wanted to be in Seattle because of, uh, yes, because of the ecosystem and also because of the Pacific Northwest beauty of being out there. And hence, MBA seemed to be a great experience to learn from people, 
be in a global setup of people from different nationalities and building innovation and value. And Foster School of Business is one of the highly ranked MBA programs, so had great quality of education. And I think it was best of both the worlds to land into here. Great. So how did you then transition from coming to Seattle, going to the UW, completing your MBA program very shortly? Uh, how did you transition from that to innovating with Amazon? Yeah, so actually, as soon as you come in for an MBA experience, you have uh, you know huge amount of recruitment uh, teams who work with you. Mm-hmm. So there is the career management team based out of University of Washington's Foster School of Business. Uh, they invite Amazon and you know all the companies to come on campus yeah. and information sessions. So I got connected with a few people at Amazon who taught us that hey, you have to first submit your resume by the end of December. Mm-hmm. Uh, after submitting your resume, we will invite you for an interview. There will be four interviews on a single day, one hour each. And in all of those four interviews, we'll be you know, judging you on the leadership principles, about your ability to contribute to Amazon as an intern, and so on. So I attended the information session, and I loved uh, you know, meeting people from Amazon and really connected with their energy and how, how you know, focused they were. Mm-hmm. And I thought I should apply. Great. So again, I just want to underscore how your journey was a little bit different from that of the average or the mm-hmm. usual person who seeks an employment with Amazon, where you had the almost luxury of yeah. the University of Washington resources. Correct. You didn't have to submit a resume into the ether blindly, mm-hmm. hoping that Amazon's going to get back. Mm-hmm. You engaged with Amazon with their uh, career placement services, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's how you got your foot in the door. Correct. Yeah, that's, I, think, I think that's a very important observation because a lot of uh, customers out there, a lot of people out there who are interested to, to interview with Amazon and a lot of these other tech companies, I don't think they quite understand the asset that they have at their disposal when they are uh, a student at a university, when they have access to this .edu yep. uh, ending of their email information. You have this, I think, wonderful access to Amazon, this almost preferential access to Amazon and these other companies. And you shouldn't, you should do everything you can, I think, just like what you did, mm-hmm. to take advantage of that preferred status in a way and and make the best of it. Absolutely. And I and, and I also say that, you know, University of Washington is kind of like a thought leadership, uh, you know, place mm-hmm. for Microsoft and Amazon because uh, a lot of events that keep happening in UW. So I think even if people who are not part of University of Washington come to these events, there are events that happen in the Paul Allen Institute of Computer Science, the events that happen at Foster School of Business, which are public events, open for all. You can find them on University of Washington website and recruiters come to these events. Yes. They come to these events and I think these are much more controlled spaces to really engage with because even the recruiters want to have a good conversation. Right. Like they do not want to interact with you on a paper or, or on a screen. They would love to interact with you in person. <laughs> awesome. So, okay. So, so you find Amazon this way. Mm-hmm. They, they like what they see. They like your resume. They invite you to interview with them. And then the interviews looming <laughs> in the distance. So how did you prepare for the interview? Uh, I would say that uh, the first thing was to uh, come to you. <laughs> and, and I think you gave me a great advice about creating a book of my life. You know, uh, you told me to start with 20, 2013 when I graduated and every event that had happened in my life. Yep. So I did for my five years of careers, I did two stories for every year, two really highlights of every year. After I wrote all my stories down, I wrote them in the SOAR format that you told me about, which is situation, obstacle, action, result. 
uh, I kind of played around with you know starting with the result mm. in giving my answer so that I know okay this is the result I really want to convey because uh, you need to reemphasize your message mm-hmm. is what I learned in in in, in storytelling so I, I did the store format after writing my stories down I was very cognizant about learning more and more about Amazon mm. learning about ape you know uh, how do they write the shareholder letters mm-hmm. what's the cadence what's mm-hmm. the energy i need to hit what's the time how productive i need to be with my words mm-hmm. so I've, so my stories were crisp because of that the last was leadership principles yes uh, you know there are 14 leadership principles and everybody swears by it so i made sure that i had like on each and every row i had my stories and each columns i had like 14 leadership principles and i was ticking off the leadership principle that every story was fulfilling wow so so whenever somebody asked me a question i was just giving them a story and they automatically fell in place with the right leadership principles mm. in case somebody will ask me a specific leadership principle i'll think about okay which story can suffice that so i think creating that matrix of you know stories and leadership principles really helps to keep things in your mind what how to work around during an interview Great. Sounds like you 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 really went above and beyond to prepare. So so how many stories did you have to think mm-hmm. of ahead of time to 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 feel prepared for the interview? I would say that uh, yeah, I would say like uh, I would say around 10 stories. 10, 10 stories. 10 okay. stories specifically because you will cover maximum one to two stories right in 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 every interview and we have four of such interviews so you need to have like eight. and then some of the times the interviewer will say mm, i'm not interested in knowing about this can you tell me something about that okay. and so you need like one or two on the side in your back pocket so i would say around 10 stories is a good number to okay. have okay beautiful so great so then you you go through this over preparation <laughs> you feel good and prepared and then the big day comes how did that go just please walk us through what did the day look like how yeah. many people did you talk to what was the question and answer session like For sure. So uh, my day started with it started at 8:30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, the interview started at 8:30, and it was in for till 12:30. It was in one-hour slots. The interview was around 45 minutes each, with a break of 10 minutes, which had mm-hmm. you can ask questions or you can just take a break. The first one was with a very senior director at uh, at at Amazon, and basically he inquired and tried to understand more about who I am. Mm-hmm. I had to just bring in myself. I I took it like. like like my day at amazon i okay. just thought that i was so excited to be in amazon that's like all right this is my first day at amazon and i'm talking to the first person i met at amazon who's really senior i just tell him my story hmm. and that was my first interview my second interview was a complete product management case hmm. so basically she was an alumni from foster and she was testing me on uh, how do i work around building a product how do i prioritize features how do i work with engineering team just to understand how i think yes so that was my second interview uh my third interview was dive deep was about one specific story in my life where i was just being asked five ways six ways to understand why did i do this why did i do this and i think that interview was more about can i work with this person or not like like is he intellectually stimulating or not mm-hmm. and is he listening to feedback because he was giving me feedback all the time you could have done this you could have done that and i was like yeah i could have done that and that was very interesting i think that's where i really got a feeling hey this is the company i want to work because this is a guy i really want to talk to more hmm. uh, his name was uh, boyd and boyd was super interesting the last interview was i think a summary of all top 3 it was mm-hmm. it had a, it had a small case which was thing big it was about hey tell us about you know one product feature that you're going to launch that is going to give us millions of users okay something like that like a big picture thinking on the other side it 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 also had some behavioral questions so okay. i think the last one was more like a summary of you know the first three oh, the first three yeah so so it sounds like your interview process was very 
similar, almost identical okay. to the interview process of full-time employees. It sounds like the, the second interview are really drilled into functional expertise. Yes. The other three focused on leadership principles, some additional functional focus, and then maybe this a director level eight person who talked to you in the beginning, maybe this was the bar raiser, maybe not, but it sounds like the, the, the process was, was very akin and to, to, to the full-time interview process, which, which also is, is a good sign that you did well during the interview, you got the offer, and now effectively it looks like you're going to have three months there of almost experiential learning and employment, and if that goes well, they're going to make you an offer. Absolutely. And, and I think uh, while, while, while talking to seniors and while talking to people who are working at Amazon, what I got to know is that you have to think about the interviews as just a day at Amazon, as I right. said. I think that really takes a lot of stress out. I mean, right. it's not, I don't think that interviews is about somebody coming in and trying to make a decision then and there whether you're good or not. Amazon interviewing is all about that they are your lawyers. Right. That's that's how I thought about it. I thought that that he or she is my lawyer and I have to give them as much evidence as I can about and make it really easy for them to take notes. Hmm. Because at the end of the day, they have to create and take notes and then go and present me in front of a committee. Hmm. So my idea was to just keep giving them more and more evidence and asking them, hey, did that make sense? Hmm. Can I provide you more information or can I provide you a different story? I was being very empathetic uh, to the interviewer that, hey, I provide them all the information so that they can present my best self yes. when they go and talk to anybody about me. Hmm. That's very insightful, Shubit, because, again, it sounds like you, you did dive deep and you used a lot of data and mm-hmm. illustrations and numbers. You, one, two, you engaged in a dialogue with these people and asked them if your questions were and answers were in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And then thirdly, I, I love your analogy of you view them as almost your power of attorney who yeah. <laughs> who would have to represent your interests in the during the debrief that's that's a, that's a, that's a fantastic analogy yeah. and and i think another aspect i think that came up while i was talking to you was that how to be structured in your responses mm-hmm. that if you're asked a question try to give bulleted responses that uh, a b c a y b y c y and then conclude with a b c y Right. So that so that whoever is taking notes has to understand, okay, there are three answers or two answers or one point to that. Yeah. And what's the reason for it and what's the why for it so that they have everything drilled down. And and, and then they can cross-question to you on anything. Okay, then you, you said this in A, why did you say this? And then why? So they can really pick things up and, you know, you can just surf it. And follow them. up more. I, I think I think th- this enumeration which you shared with, with the listeners is really helpful to give the interviewer a roadmap, a mental yes. roadmap of your answer yes. and not get lost because we know what we did best. <laughs> yes, exactly. And it's easy to assume that others would as well, but it's not. Yes. And almost, it's, it's, it's funny how even providing some of the more mundane and specific details in the beginning or when you set up your large accomplishment, these can be very crucial to help the person understand what you've done. Yeah, and just to add to that, like even when you're giving your structured responses, mm-hmm. it's very important to build context, as you just said. For creating a mental map, you need to say, which year are we talking about? Right. How big was your team? Who was your manager? Mm-hmm. Why did he or she care about whatever they gave it to you? Then you come to, okay, this is what actually happened. And then you come to your structured answers. But if you can build that context in like 10 to 15 seconds, that, you know, five years back, there was a team of five right. people. I think that really helps 
them to be in the right mental frame, as yeah. you said. Perfect. Great. So everything goes well so far. <laughs> you, 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 you walk out of the interview. How did you feel afterwards? Did you feel relieved? Did you feel <laughs> drained? What was your feeling like? I was definitely, uh, I remember talking to my roommate because I was taking it from my room and I said that, I don't know, like I said everything that I could, but just, I just feel so tired. Like, <laughs> did I, did they find me energetic enough? I don't know. So I think, I think, yes, make sure that you have a lot of refreshments with you. I mean, that's, that's one mistake I did. Okay. I did not have enough access to water, enough access to nuts and stuff like that because you need to keep yourself hydrated. Yeah. Uh, and the second aspect to that was, uh, Try to take notes while your interviews are happening. Like, mm-hmm. they don't stop you from taking notes so that you have a better recollection of what to do in the next interview. So the first interview, you go in, you take notes. Okay, these are the stories I said. This is what they asked me. Mm-hmm. So I have covered this part of my personality. Mm-hmm. Now, in my next interview, I want to part, cover some different part of my personality. Right. So I would say that uh, that was one regret I had after my interview was that I didn't take enough notes about how the interview went. Okay. And hence, I was not able to, uh, you know, present a holistic self of my mm-hmm. mind in, in all four interviews instead of maybe I was repeating myself. Yeah. I, I, I do not know. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I have to share with you that the way you felt after the interview is not unusual at all. <laughs> a lot of customers, a lot of people who interview with Amazon, they feel like, going through an interview with Amazon is one of the hardest things they've had to do professionally. So it's quite okay, but also, I've, like you said, you felt, you felt good, you know, you, it was out of your hair, you were done with it, and then you're waiting for the, for the outcome. How quickly did they get back to you? Uh, so uh, I think I interviewed on a Monday, and I got my response next Monday. Oh, wow, so it was about a week. I like, yeah, a and, week. And then what was your response? What was your reaction when you heard? You started high-fiving people <laughs> around you or yeah, I, you I, to celebrate? <laughs> I, I actually first dropped a message to each and every mentor, like you, my career management team, that, hey, I've got this. Right. So because I think everybody who's working along with you for making Amazon happen so heavily invested in you mm-hmm. that they get the maximum happiness out of it. And after, you know, updating my mentors, I felt relieved that, hey, I have done something really interesting. And then I called my parents and really I celebrated with them. And then, uh, then yes. And then I started actually thinking about, all right, this is great. Now, what's the project I'm getting on Amazon? So <laughs> I was like, all right, this is good. Now, what's next? Let's celebrate for a day and then let's focus <laughs> yes. on what's next. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like meeting more people. And I think that is one thing that I would really, really encourage every podcast listener right now is, go out there and meet people. I think you do not get this in books. The experience you get about learning about Amazon, you get it by talking to the people there. Right. And when you talk to the people there, ask them out what's a day like, uh, what is great about Amazon, what's not great about Amazon, which product do they own, what's great about that product, what's the life cycle of that product. Because if you really want to find your passion in the interview, you need to find your passion of what part of Amazon excites you. And like, for example, does drone delivery excite you? Mm-hmm. Does cloud computing excite you? Does, uh, you know, e-commerce excite you? Uh, you need to find that passion and then exhibit that passion in an interview. Uh, and I think it, it starts by, by being an Amazonian. And for being an Amazonian, you need to meet Amazonians. True. Very true. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so so everything goes well. All's well that ends well. But uh, and, 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 you, and you have this fantastic accomplishment in your career already. But if you were to look in hindsight and mm-hmm. in the spirit of being vocally self-critical as an okay. Amazonian, mm-hmm. what are some of the things you would have done differently? You mentioned you would have better hydration, you would take better notes. Mm-hmm. A- anything else that comes to mind that you could have done better? I think uh, I, I think I have I I would have definitely done three things very clearly. Okay. Uh, one is to listen well. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're talking to an interviewer, you have to give your full attention to listen to the question really well. Like if you ask me a question, I would now even go and repeat the question that, all right, you asked me about a time in which I failed. So that so the interviewer knows that I know what he or she has just said. Right. So repeating the question, listening really well is very important. Uh, the second aspect about great interviewing, which I learned is that always try to, you know, be empathetic that the other person is taking notes. As I said, you know, early on as well, because my interviews were very kind. I mean, they said, Shobit, you're speaking too fast. You need to slow down. Or <laughs> or they would say, Shobit, you have great stuff there, but you need to tell it to me slowly so I can write down. Right. So I was course correcting while doing the interview. But I think if you speak slowly, if you let them take really good notes, that will really help. Uh, so listening, helping them take notes. And the last one would be uh, try to create the Amazonian shareholder letters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read them just once and I could, I gathered as much as I could about the philosophy of Amazon. But the more you understand the philosophy of Amazon, the better your answers would be. Mm-hmm. So in hindsight, I would go and dug more content, maybe read product releases. I right. think whatever I found really interesting was now that I'm doing is go to Amazon website and see the latest product releases and see their press releases. Mm-hmm. In the press releases, you really get to know how they talk about their products. How mm-hmm. do they talk about the experience, uh, about building those products and, and, and what does it mean to them? Yeah. So I think those stories uh, would really help you prepare to be in the right psychology state of, of Amazon. Yeah, perfect. It's it, it, th- These are very, very useful, very useful pointers, especially the one where you said, don't rush. Because yes. we're naturally in in this mode of the adrenaline is rushing through your veins. You want to do well. This is a one and done kind of shot. So it's, it's natural to, to want to blurt everything out. And often it's counterintuitive, right? And the, the right advice is slow down, speak slowly, make sure the person has heard you and acknowledged you, make sure that they've taken the notes. If they're your power of attorney, make sure that you've given them the full debrief of mm-hmm. how they could represent you well. This is this is very very useful. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, a couple of more questions, maybe. Mm-hmm. Sure. You you've been very gracious and generous in, in offering advice scattered throughout mm-hmm. the our, our chat today. Of you know, make sure you talk to Amazonians. Make sure you listen. Make sure you you get ready and and hydrated and just everything from very kind of tactical and and obvious things to, to strategic things is, is read the press releases, read the Amazon shareholder letters. I, I want to also give you the opportunity to, to share anything else, any other advice that you have not yet, you know, had the chance to share with us. Yeah, I think, I think especially for people who are maybe, you know, switching to Amazon and don't understand enough about the products at Amazon, go and use those products. Mm. Like, uh, I was super passionate about cloud computing and I actually went and made like a free account on AWS. Oh, wow. And I used their dashboard. I built instances on it. And the reason I did that was that I really wanted to be honest to being a product manager first before interviewing for it. And I didn't just do it for Amazon. I did it for Azure. I did it for GCP, that's Google Cloud Platform, because I really wanted to learn everything about cloud. So I would say that if you're out there and you're passionate about Alexa, Mm -hmm. buy an Alexa device. Right. Like, I mean, go and buy an Echo, use an Echo. Like, for example, I love an Echo device. And in my interview, there was like a good 15-minute section about just Echo. Okay. It was about how Echo can be used to contextualize languages in different regions, how it can connect with the data of what they're buying online, and how amazing magic can happen with that. But I think 
use the product like before you become a product manager you need to use the product create accounts download those apps and the best part of amazon is that there are apps for everything like right. like even for aws you have an app where you can monitor your usage of aws and in case you're interested in cloud computing uh, if you have echo you have multiple apps facilitating that so i think that will really help you to get into the shoes of the product manager get in the shoes of the team who is building that experience mm. so when you're talking to the amazonians uh during interviews you're able to really relate to them and 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 really relate to their way of thinking. Yeah. But you need to be a user first yes, for being you, a product manager. You need to be customer obsessed. You need to know yeah, what yeah. those customers are experiencing using your your products and and your services. Awesome. This is good stuff. Last question. Anything that you wished we had talked about and we hadn't any areas that we should have discussed to help all those listeners and viewers who are right now getting ready for the Amazon interview and they're sitting on the edge of their seats and and want to do a good job. Yeah, I think one of the things that we didn't talk about was mock interviews. Okay. Like how it's really really important to uh like there's something called verbal structuring. Okay. And you might have great stories written on paper, you might have great Amazonian principles that you're hitting on paper, but the way you go and present it with someone cannot come in a day. Mm-hmm. Like one of the things I consciously did was I was doing mock interviews every week. I was doing it with professionals I was doing it with you I yes. was doing it with uh with my classmates and I had prepared three questions that I wanted to answer so I'll say okay ask me a question about when was the time I failed ask me a question about uh about blah and about blah and then they will ask me those questions and I will just and these are new people right I never did the same person again so every time I was helping this person understand my context again and again so I became really well versed of delivering right. my point not just making my point but delivering my point right. because every person who was listening to me in these mock interviews were listening to me for the first time so there no context about who Shobhit is mm-hmm. and do at least one mock every week 3 months before your interview or 2 okay. months before your interview wonderful great shobhit thank you so much <laughs> i really so much. appreciate uh, you spending the time with us uh, best of luck at amazon and uh, we'll stay in touch we'll root for you great thank you so much take have a good day Okay, that's it. Thank you so much for listening to yet another episode of the Amazon Bound podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast. Please review us as well and talk soon. Bye-bye.